it is me eric d your host and this is a new year 2021 and a new show last year at the end of 2020 my sister-in-law and i gave you a show that talked about flipping the script looking at fitness in a different way well this show is going to start it off so sit back relax and enjoy the show Hello, everyone. We're back with you again. Uh, When I say we, it is me and... And Deirdre Bay, Eric's lovely (laughs) sister-in-law. My sister-in-law. And and this time, my mic is working better. I I fixed the problem, getting a different computer. But the last show we talked to you all about... Three things. Do you remember what they were? I do not. Okay. (laughs) And I just can look over at my notes and I talked about, we talked about ponder and planning um, for the coming year, because a lot of people make resolutions to get healthy, fit, strong, so on and so forth. And we left off with talking about having a plan. And the plan is where most fitness uh, programs, they go with exercise, diet, and sleep. We say, let's flip the script. Let's focus this beginning of the year on sleep. Let's start sleep, diet, and then exercise. And what I did is I found an article, which I think is beneficial to talk about, that mentions 17 proven tips to sleep better at night. Sounds good. And then we could just talk about if we if we even use these. So just getting right into the article, uh, I want to just read a few points from the beginning about a good night's sleep is just as important as regular exercise and a healthy diet. And that's why I say let's start with that first. And research shows that poor sleep has immediate negative effects on your hormones, exercise performance, and brain function. It can also cause weight gain and increase disease risk in both adults and children. So would you say sleep? My, my, my response to what you just read is amen and amen. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely affects brain function. I can attest to that and weight gain and yeah. Mm -hmm. So But yeah, that's true. So let's just get right through these steps because we don't want to delay anyone's time. We want them to know what these steps are. So step number one, increase bright light exposure during the day. Let me tell you something funny about this. I have never heard this. That's what's funny to me. But it says that your body has a natural timekeeping time clock known as the circadian, circadian rhythms. Did I say that right? Circadian mm-hmm. rhythm. And that's, that, it's a rhythm that occurs naturally in the body over a 24-hour period. And that circadian rhythm affects your brain, your body, your hormones, helping you stay awake and telling your body when it's time to sleep. So... How do you fix it? How do you make sure you're getting enough bright light exposure during the day? Well, you know, that 
that is a challenge for most people, especially in winter when the days are shorter and, you know, and colder. So people tend to stay inside more. And so um, it is really important to, I know for me, I've set up my, my work computer right at the table near a window so that the sun comes right in on me and I can just soak it up. And, you know, also I do try and get out each day, um, especially, you know, when the sun is out, at least to, to take a loop around my block just to get some fresh sun. But it is a challenge in the winter for most people. Yeah, that's a challenge for me to actually get out. But every morning, I open the curtains and the blinds, and it could be an overcast day. I'm opening it. Mm -hmm. And the room that I'm in now, this is my office. We have what's called daylight bulbs. I actually bought them from Walmart. The kitchen, uh, the landlord gave us some new bulbs called daylight bulbs. The living room, daylight bulbs. Mm -hmm. So that's a recommendation if you can't get out. That's a good idea. They suggest, you know, get some artificial light. Mm -hmm. And that should help. Do you think it helped you? Uh, yeah, I think so, for sure. Okay. So that was that's good on number one. So get the exposure to daylight or bright light. Number two, reduce blue light exposure in the evening. What does that mean? Well, that too is a challenge because that all comes from electronic devices. <laughs> Yeah, it says that this exposure to light during the day is beneficial, but at nighttime, that nighttime light exposure has the opposite effect. And it can trick your brain into thinking that it's still daytime. Mm -hmm. And it reduces the hormones like uh, melatonin, which helps you get that deep sleep. Yeah. And you were right, it comes from electronic devices smartphones and computers. So the recommendation to reduce that nighttime or at nighttime blue light exposure, you can get glasses that block blue light. Michelle has done that. Mm. She has her, her new glasses block that blue light. You can download an app called F.Lux. Have you heard of that? I have not heard of that. Me either. I saw that in the article and I was like, we'll I have to check that out. And it says you can stop watching TV or turn off any bright lights two, or hour, two hours before heading to bed. Now, it's interesting that they mentioned that, that app, F.Lux, the iPhone and iPad has a setting called Night Shift. Mm -hmm. You use that? I, um, I used to use it on my iPad because I was on that more at, mm -hmm. um, in the evening. And it would, it would change the tone of right. my screen at a certain hour, whatever hour I set. And I need to set that on my phone. I have not, but I need right. And so for those who need to know how to do that, you go into the iPhone or iPad settings, touch display and brightness, touch night shift, turn it on. And under night shift, you'll see, it says it automatically shifts the colors of your display to the warmer end of the color spectrum after dark this may help you get a better night's sleep. So what I had done is I'd set mine from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. But the sun is already down by then. So I just <laughs> turned, I just changed it to automatic. And what automatic does, it 
changes it at sunset. Mm. So if you're on the East Coast, whatever mm. the sunset time is, then West Coast, it'll change it, start changing the colors when the sun goes down. That makes sense. And yeah. change it when it goes back up. So that's, that's what I just did. I'm going to see if that helps because I really need <laughs> a lot of help. Yeah, that's an easy fix. Uh, that might be helpful. And the other one, the number three, is don't consume caffeine late in the day. Now, I have no problem with that. Me either. But why? I have coffee, I have coffee in the morning, and not even every day, but I have coffee in the morning, and it's not even a full cup that most, you know, like Americans have. Um, but it's like I'm good. I don't want it. <laughs> like, you know? It's people, not... People will have... After dinner coffee? Oh, I'm yeah. Like, wow. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't even do caffeine. I don't know if my body is allergic. I don't mm. know. How it, it stimulates where I get lightheaded when I take it. Oh, okay. Now, if I haven't had coffee in a month, I might can do the next month. But as I do it every day, I get lightheaded. Oh, that's crazy. So what the article recommend, and, and it didn't say this affects everyone, but it says that caffeine stimulates your nervous system and may stop your body from naturally relaxing at night. So consuming caffeine up to six hours before bed significantly worsened sleep quality. Mm-hmm. And some might say, well, it doesn't bother me. I can drink it and go right to sleep. But did you have a good night's it's sleep? Good. Exactly. That's you really rest. So number three, ditch the caffeine and teas. Mm-hmm. sodas and coffee yeah. so what does number four say i'll let four, you take some of these four is reduce irregular or long daytime naps um, and it mentions that while p- short power naps are beneficial long or irregular napping napping during the day can negatively affect your sleep which um is i think it's very true and it's interesting because i for me personally, I don't generally take naps during the day as much as I always want one. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take a nap. And then it just doesn't happen. But when I do like absolutely feel I have to take a nap, I have a, a app called Balance. And they have a section where you can basically go in and say, okay, I need to take a nap. And it's a, a voice that's kind of talking you through to ease you down. But the naps are like 15, 10, 15 minutes. And then, uh, you know, you, it, a timer goes off or like this little gentle chime to get you up. And I was like, yeah, that's about the right time. You know, nothing too long and then ready to go. Well, I like that. Um, what's that app again? So it's everybody called, can know. Yeah, it's called Balance. And I do really like it. And uh, it's been... Um, which we'll get in into some of the other points, um, I think. But what I like about it is uh, they help you kind of talk you through some breathing exercises that can help before you go to bed at night <laughs> and then for napping and just all sorts of things. So, Wow, because I'm like a little kid when it comes to napping. I fight it. I'll be tired. I fight it because I say, I'm going go to I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take a nap and I won't sleep at night. And it's true. I won't, but I fight it. But when I lose that battle, 
you're out. And I'm out. <laughs> it's usually for like five to 10 minutes. Which is not bad. And it's a, it's, it's a subconscious. Okay. Can you say subconscious where you could still hear what's going on around you? Oh, okay. I could still kind of hear what's going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So it's not a deep sleep okay. nap. Yeah. But I, my, I'm like, I guess they call it resting your eyes. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Resting my eyes. And that still affects my sleep. So really? Yeah. So I, I might want to check out this balance app because if I ever say I'm going to take a nap, but I'm going to set my alarm to wake me up, I don't go to sleep because I'm thinking that alarm going to go off soon. So my mind starts worrying about the alarm. So I never take the nap because right, I set an alarm rest. for it. Yeah, <laughs> you never rest. So am I going to actually get this 20 minutes? So yeah. it does recommend here in this, it does mention it here that another study noted that while napping for 30 minutes or less can enhance daytime brain function, longer naps can harm health and sleep quality. Mm-hmm. So it, it has been recommended a nap no longer than 20 minutes. That's what I've always heard. Uh, but this says 30 minutes or less can be better. Yeah. And I think it can depend on the individual and kind of what their body, right. you know, you kind of have to figure out what works for you. That's true. So, so go ahead. I was going to say, can we go to number five? Yeah. Number which kind five. of continues on this idea, mm-hmm. um, go ahead. which is try to sleep and wake at consistent times. So again, it, it talks about the body's circadian rhythm and how it functions on a loop. So you want to get into um, this, you, a loop for your body, um, align it with sunrise and sunset. So I thought, I thought this was a, a really um, good point just because again, and if I may just make a, a personal uh, <laughs> plug for let us stop this, this, changing the clocks thing. This just <laughs> totally messes everybody up. So anyways, okay, but that's, it that's does. for another show. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, we're not touching that. <laughs> that's lobbying governments and whatever. I'm not touching it. <laughs> um, but I do think it, it is important to, once you get into a habit of going to bed at a certain time or waking at a certain time, then you know, that regularity really helps you even with your sleep quality. So I was telling my sister that last night I was up way too late Mm -hmm. because I was on electronics way too late. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother story. And um, I didn't go to bed until like two, but this morning I pop, you know, it's still dark, but I I woke up at the same time. I always wake up because now my my body's in that rhythm, you know? Yeah, I, I, I tried that, set an alarm, go to bed this time, set an alarm, wake up at this time, try to wake up a little earlier so I can force me to go to bed mm-hmm. earlier. That doesn't work. Mm-hmm. But if you, the, what, the suggestion here is to do this consistently, even over the weekends. Mm-hmm. And I tried that. And it did help. Mm-hmm. So I, I typically can wake up in somewhere around 6.30, 7. Mm-hmm. But if I, if I stay up really late, no, it won't, it won't help. And I do, I do fight that. And like you said, stay on your electronics and so forth. So 
Um, I, the, the one thing it mentioned here and what you just said about making it a habit to go to bed and wake up at the same time, you have to set alarms to do that. But it says after several weeks, you may not even need an alarm. Mm-hmm. And that's the goal that we're trying to get to by doing this seven days a week, go to bed this time, wake this time, go to bed this time, wake this time. So now you're waking up like you just did, no alarm, mm-hmm. even if you go to bed late. Right, because your body's used to it. That's good there. You want to do the next one? Sure. So number six uh, is take a melatonin supplement. And it just mentions that um, melatonin is a key sleep hormone that tells your brain when it's time to relax and head to bed. And so it's become a very popular sleep aid, uh, these melatonin supplements. And, you know, people have different feelings about melatonin. And again, people have to do what they feel is right. So some people are like, oh, you know, I take it. Um, out. And other people are like, I take it, doesn't do anything for me. And so it's probably has a lot to do with your body chemistry. It may have some to do with how susceptible you are to suggestion <laughs> that, you know, if somebody says this will work and you're like, your brain says it'll work. So, you know, I, there's nothing, it won't hurt to try it, you know, because, um, it is a natural supplement. Yeah, but two, you got to look at what it recommends here also. And this is what I've heard. Mm-hmm. It says take one to five milligrams, 30 to 60 minutes before bed. Now that timing I've always heard is key. Mm-hmm. You can't just jump into bed and pop one. No, 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 no. Did you take it 30 to 60 minutes before? Mm-hmm. And I've done it. And mm-hmm. wow. Put you out. Well, it relaxed relaxed you enough. Right. And then I had a good night's sleep. Good. But it's a supplement. And Mm -hmm. I have a problem with supplements. I don't want to use it every night. So Mm -hmm. I do recommend it, Mm -hmm. but not consistently. Yeah. I recommend the other things to do naturally. Right. Right. And, and that's just do supplements. Yeah. And that's one of the other kind of caveats in this article. It says that melatonin may alter brain chemistry. So it's, you know, advised that, you know, maybe just check and make yeah. sure it's okay with you because, you know, everybody's body is different. So, and, and then it's not every night that I typically can't go to sleep. True. You might have a night that you're struggling to go to sleep. Then you go, well, I need a, I need a melatonin. Mm-hmm. Take it tonight. Good. Take it. Yeah. Then you might need it tomorrow. Take it. If you taking this thing 30 days yeah. in 60 days in, come on. Yeah. yeah. Let's do the other things. And so that takes us to number seven, which is consider other supplements. Mm-hmm. And it gives a list of supplements. Now I haven't tried all these, but Ginkgo, Bil, Biloba. How do you, mm-hmm. is that how you say it? Biloba. Biloba. Mm-hmm. Glycine. Now the, the the third one here, valerian root. Mm-hmm. I've tried that, and it's a spray. Mm-hmm. You spray two, three, four squirts. That put me out, mm. but I was groggy. I mean, mm. really worn out the next day. Interesting. So I don't use that. Magnesium. 
Mm-hmm. I use that. I use a product called Calm. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of, heard of that? A powder called I, Calm? Yeah. And you put yeah. it in like a little bit of water. juice or water. Or water. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've used that. Um, L-theanine. Never used that. Mm-hmm. Lavender. No. Well, I have to say, I, I want to make a, a um, well, I don't know, a, 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 a thought about lavender. So a lot of times, like right now, people are very much into essential oils. Mm-hmm. And they've heard, okay, lavender is good. And they know that, you know, maybe I've, they've used a lavender scented pillow or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but people have to keep in mind that there are different types of lavender. And so you have to, you know, if you're going to use it, you need to make sure you have the right type of lavender because they, um, there's a lavender, um, I can't think what it's uh, called. It's... Um, is it an essential oil? Yeah. Is lavender you're talking about? Yeah. It's an essential oil, but there are different, there are different types. So for instance, there's a, um, ooh, I, I, I'm blanking on, but one of them uh-huh. is very restful. It's, um, you know, you can be, you use it and it's like, okay, yes, it, it will relax you. But there's another lavender that has camphor in it. And so it's, it has the exact opposite effect. And so if people are getting, just getting lavender, but getting the wrong kind, they could be <laughs> getting something that's going to wake them up rather than relax them. So, you know, just keeping in mind, you know, hmm. to, to pay attention to what you're getting. So it says here, take 80 to 160 milligrams containing 25 to 40%, 46% of linalol, linalol, linalol. Yeah, linalol. Um, I have never, personally, this is just me, I've never seen lavender in capsules. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I but, mean, I, I just, I didn't know if that was the word you were looking for. No. Um, talking about lavender that can be relaxing. No, it has to do with the um, the the Latin word. So like oh. one is angustifolia, um, like, yeah, like lavendula angustifolia, and one's lavendula latifolia. And so like knowing what you're getting, so like some lavender say they're good for external use. Um, and those are usually the ones that are put in cleaning products, the ones that, you know, have the camphor in it. And then uh, there are ones that you can use on your body. Right. And they, you, there's ones that you can ingest. And those are usually the relaxing ones. So, but even if you did, there are some teas that have lavender in them. There's some teas that are valerian root tea. Um, I think you can even get tea that's ginkgo biloba as well. So that's an option. Maybe I should try that one then, valerian root tea and see. Yeah. And then I'm going to show you, I'm going to throw out one more that's not on this list. Mm-hmm. Tart cherry juice. That is said that they I, I, I took, um, I had my certification in, was it transformation? 
you know, because we talk about you need to transform your mind, your body, everything to get to your goal. And it mentions tart cherry juice along with valerian root oh, as something to help you go to sleep. So I want to get the juice, t- cherry juice. I had some before, but I, don't, I never take it at night. I just want to have some cherry juice. Yeah, cherry juice. that's so funny. But I might try it. It's expensive. It is. A little bottle. Yeah. Possibly. Get it from, what, Whole Foods? Trader Joe's, about $9. <laughs> okay. Uh, number eight. I'm going to keep this thing going. Don't right. drink alcohol. This is an easy one for me. No brainer. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I have alcohol, Jamaican rum, still in there. Don't drink. I do drink it sometimes at night. It might be a dessert type alcohol, but I rarely drink alcohol. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't feel it. I say, if you're going to have it, take a take a, a page from the Italian playbook and have a glass of wine with your lunch. <laughs> it gives you plenty of time That's right. before you go to bed. Because what does it say here? It says having a couple of drinks at night can negatively affect your sleep and hormones. Alcohol is known to cause or increase the symptoms of sleep apnea, snoring, and disrupted sleep patterns. Mm-hmm. Now they 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 got a whole bunch of references here. I've been I went and looked at a couple of these references, and they're basically quoting mm. what the references say. It's not a not a whole lot uh, behind it. It's just it's simple. How did you say? Um, just really common sense. Yeah. No brainer, as you yeah. just said. You know, let's just not do it. Yeah, just don't do it. <laughs> uh, number nine: optimize your bedroom environment. So on the last show, we did talk about this, but. It's uh, one point in here that I thought was important that it's the third line. If you see that, it says numerous studies point out that mm-hmm. external noise, often from traffic, can cause poor sleep and long-term health, benefit, health issues. Mm-hmm. And I put a little note here. I use earplugs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people use white noise. Um, yep options, uh, things like okay. that. Okay. Can I, can I ask you a question on that white noise? Mm-hmm. Since we have a bathroom in our master bedroom, mm-hmm. can turning on the exhaust fan be white noise? I guess it could be. I mean, it's steady. It's, you know, why not? Yeah. I mean, people buy these white noise machines mm-hmm. and I thought, wow, Michelle has gone to bed and had the Mm-hmm. The 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 um, exhaust fan on, and it's it the door is closed. But yeah. you can hear this low noise. Um, yeah. Huh. Why not? So uh, that's a that's a tip, guys out there for those y'all listening. <laughs> <That's a laughs> <suggestion>. and, <laughs> and 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 I like where this this article mentioned it says make sure your bedroom is a quiet, relaxing, clean. I mentioned clean and enjoyable place. Why would they mention clean? Yeah, because when you're if you're in a dirty environment, that affects your thinking and you can't shut down because then you're like, oh, I need to pick this up. or I need to, you know, like just have it clean and smelling good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's why what I need to work on the smell good part. <laughs> my 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 biggest thing is to keep my. Keep to keep me comfortable is to keep the temperature cool mm. so that. I'm not. That's number, that's number 10 oh, too. You can go 10. right on into that. Set your bedroom temperature. 
Mm -hmm. um, because it says that body and bedroom temperature can profoundly affect sleep quality. And I know that's definitely true of me. I cannot be warm at all um, and, and get any kind of meaningful sleep. So. That is so true. We, uh, about three years ago, we flew to Jamaica and I usually like to have covers on because I can't sleep mm -hmm. without some kind of covers on. Yeah. But it was Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> I had half a sheet on me, told Michelle, move away from me, had this fan blowing on me and still it was hot. So yeah, temperature makes a, a big difference. We have the fan going, the, the therm thermostat in the house is around 75 but mm. the bedroom is cooler because we have the fan going. Okay. And a nice, heavy type comforter. Mm. Boom. It works. Yeah. yeah. So those of you out there that feel you can't sleep cool, give it a shot. If you can't <laughs> sleep, make that bedroom cooler. They yeah. even say around 70 degrees. For me, that's a little too warm. Warm? 70 degrees is too warm. That's too cold. Oh. No, that's too warm for me. Like I, I, you know, I have to turn off my heat at night because um, the lowest I can get it, it's some fancy, you know, digital thing. The lowest I can get it is 48. And so I just have to turn it off at night because otherwise it's popping up, you know, because otherwise it's like running, running. And I'm like, no, I can't do it. But where you live, it can get as low as what? At outside 25 oh. oh lower than that it's been in the teens already um and it, it'll get colder in january but i just i need cool so yeah 70 is way too warm for me okay i, I need to put some kind of thermometer in my bedroom to see how cold i actually get it mm, that'd see. be interesting what's number 11 don't eat late in the evening again uh that just makes sense. You don't want your body trying to deal with all this stuff in your stomach and sleep at the same time. <laughs> yeah, you you might go to sleep, but your body isn't resting. Mm -mm, it's You're working. not resting. So, yeah, it's working hard. Um, it's interesting. I did a, I did with my PE class, I did a what was it, a quiz with them, mm -hmm. the kids? And I said, name the, check off the things that can help you get sleep that you need to do. And they say, eat a health, a heavy meal before bed. Huh. I'm like, why did y'all pick That's that? And they said, don't you, you know, when you eat heavy, you feel tired and sluggish. <laughs> I said, oh, that is true. I said, but it's not recommended. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Um. So yeah, that that let's let's just be careful with that. Don't eat late in the evening. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, number twelve. Relax and clear your mind in the evening. This is a struggle, but um, I do like that it says many people have a pre-sleep routine that helps them relax, and that is important. You know, trying to figure out something that is going to take you make your body start to relax and know that it's getting ready for bed. So it mentions 
strategies like listening to relaxing music, reading a book, taking a hot bath, um, several things that just once you get into a routine, your body's like, okay, bedtime, and it'll start to slow down. I've tried the reading um, at night, which does help me like fall asleep. I, I think I just, I'm not, I haven't been consistent with it. Yeah. And, and they didn't mention it here. Uh, when I read, everything is on my iPad. Mm. <laughs> so I have to read it in a setting called sepia or mm-hmm. sepia. I don't know how you pronounce it, but it dims the screen. Mm-hmm. It softens the light. Um, but there is a, a, a suggestion where you, you, you should write out three things you need to do the next day. Because a lot of times you can't sleep because you're thinking about, I got to do this, this, this tomorrow. Well, write it down and put it to the side. That's just a suggestion that when I, when I read here, clear your mind. Good. Yeah. Um, you mentioned in 13, takes a, take a relaxing bath or shower. It's all the same as what you just mentioned in um, number 12. That was added because it says a warm bath, shower, or foot bath before bed can help you relax and improve your sleep quality. And I will say this because I, I can't, I don't have a tub, so I can't take a bath and showers for me are not relaxing because I have a very small shower. So I get a little claustrophobic, like I get out of here. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so um, for me, I have taken foot baths and I have lavender Epsom salts that oh. I will soak my feet in before bed. And yeah, that's nice. Well, I, I'll tell you that because it, it mentioned there on the, the previous one, I think it mentioned, um, unless we're getting to that, about a massage. Unless oh, it's in here. Oh, yeah, that I do remember. Oh, I think it's in the next one coming up. So oh, okay. I'm just going to throw that in about being relaxed. On the massage chair we have, it has a relaxing mode. I hit that one time. Boy, did that thing feel good. I said, this does work. But <laughs> but I overthink it now. I hit relax. I, it's better relax me. Better relax me. Better relax me. I'm like, come on, dude. Just relax. <laughs> let it. Yeah, just let, let it go. <laughs> so, so number 14, it says rule out a sleep disorder. Have you ever done that? Re- ruled out a sleep disorder? No, um, mostly because my, my poor sleeping I know the causes of it. Um, when I don't sleep, I know exactly what's causing it. Really? Mm-hmm. I can Gosh. usually be like, oh, it's because, you know, I ate such and such. And oh, my yeah. stomach was, or, you know, I know that my mind is anxious about this, that, and the other. So, and right, it, cause right. it's not consistent. Right, right. And, and I wanted to add on this part um, when it talks about ruling out a sleep disorder. Uh, maybe we should just kind of read what it says. It says an underlying health condition may be the cause of your sleep problems. One common issue is sleep apnea, which causes inconsistent and interrupted breathing. People with this du- disorder stop breathing repeatedly while sleeping. Um, it says if you've always struggled with sleep, it may be wise to consult your healthcare provider. Now, I wanted to add to that that I had a sleep study done. Okay. And couldn't sleep hmm. in the study. Do you know why I couldn't sleep in the study? Because you were anxious about the study? 
they got all these stupid wires connected oh. to you. And then if you move a little, they come in and are you okay? We notice you're moving a lot. If you had wires connected to you, you wouldn't sleep either. But this is the funny part. I probably, I probably got three good hours of sleep. Oh my goodness. I was so worn out from being worn out from these yeah. wires. Oh my goodness. They, they they woke me up, came and woke me up early and said, you did very good. You passed the study. Like, oh my goodness. I didn't sleep. Right. And then the next day you needed to catch up. <laughs> right. Uh, number 15, get a comfortable bed, mattress and pillow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have one of those sleep number beds. Nice. nice. Uh-uh, not nice. No. Because, well, the remote control stopped working, so you can't read the numbers. <laughs> And if you don't get the kind with a pillow top topper on it, mm-hmm. it's really not that comfortable. So oh. mine, I had to go and buy a mattress topper for ours from oh. Sam's Club or something. So it's okay, but it it recommends here that uh, you upgrade your bedding at least every five to eight years, yeah. and it's a that's a possible expensive fix, but it's your health, so it would be worth it. My bed's super comfortable. I have a, I don't have a mattress. I have a futon and it, it's hard, which is perfect for me. I mean, I could sleep on a slab of rock, to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I can't. but I love it. <laughs> it's cold and hard. I'm good to go. <laughs> but they did say that when you go to a hotel, sometimes those beds, they're so comfortable. Mm-hmm. They do I, I remember a few years ago, we went to a stayed at a hotel in New York. And when Michelle said how much it was a night, $500 a night. I said, what? I said, she says only one. I said, one night. D, let me tell you, that bed was comfortable. I mean, I sunk in that thing. I'm like, where did they get this mattress from? But for $500, now I'm not telling people I'm rich and can afford a $500 a night hotel, but it was for our anniversary or something. Yeah. We went, went up there for something and we splurged, we paid yeah. for it and it it hurt the pocket, but. But that was sleep that <laughs> would stay with you. <laughs> yes. Yes. They made sure you got at least a $500 a night worth mattress. That's so funny. All right, let's knock out these last two so we can be done. All right. Exercise regularly, but not before bed. And this this is where I fall down. So we all know that exercise, as it mentions here, is one of the best science-backed ways to improve your sleep and health. Um, But it's better to do that during the day. Best time is morning, I believe, personally. Um, But during the day and not before bed because you don't want to um, get all the um, uh, adrenaline mm-hmm. and <laughs> epinephrine flowing before bed because that will have the opposite effect. And that tends to be my problem. Not not exercise, like doing an exercise program, but I tend to in the evening get into my dance routines uh-huh. and then I'm like... <sighs> breathing hard (laughs) just and then it's like hard to calm the body down but yeah gotta work on that (laughs) yeah i'm not a morning person for exercise 
my ideal time is between two and four, two and five o'clock for workouts. Um, I have done nighttime and I couldn't sleep. So mm-hmm. nope, don't recommend it. Uh, so try to sleep, try to exercise early. Um, not too late. And the last thing, don't drink any liquids before bed. It's another <sighs> challenge. Yeah. Is for me a nice cup of tea before bed helps relax me. But the the key is to do it, as I mentioned here, um prior to two hours before bed. Right, right. They use this word called nocturia. Never heard of that. What? It's the medical term for excessive urination during oh. the night. It affects sleep quality and daytime energy. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's y'all's word for this podcast, Nocturia. Nocturia. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I'll do. Uh, I think this went good. I hope this is beneficial for everyone. Thank you very much, Dee, for your input. Um, okay. I'm hoping that I'm going to put these in the show notes. I'll list these 17 things so people can take a look at it and see what this show is about. And until next time, what are we going to talk about next? We say it flipped the script. So it's about sleep first. That's what we're talking about here. So I'm hoping the next show could be about diet. And speaking of diet, did you have any of those, another recipe that you wanted to throw at us or not yet? Not yet, but okay. I will for the next one. Okay. So that's what we'll do. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll go with the sleep. Hope this is, was helpful. Next one is your diet. Then get more into exercise. We're going to get in shape for this new year, new you, so on and so forth. Thanks again, Dee. Thanks. Well, well, well. So that was a information-loaded show. Um, I don't want to rule out where we got this information from. Um, Just to give a plug for healthline.com. That's where I found this article. And it's the 17 proven tips to sleep better at night. Uh, very good information. I hope you benefit from it. hope you can use even just one or two of these to help you start sleeping better. My offer still stands. If you want me to be your personal trainer, I train you online. I make custom programs for you. This um, offer is PI 100. It means I'll give you $100 off the first month of the program if you are so interested. This was good. This was helpful, and I know it's beneficial for everyone who listens. So do yourself a favor. Stay healthy. Stay strong. We'll see you next show.